Welcome to the Expert Ownership Podcast, where we launch faith-filled entrepreneurs into greater freedom and success. But you know what? It's more than that. We want to help you thrive in the midst of today's cancel culture. Our goal is to raise up workplace warriors who will stand for what they believe in, whatever the cost. You can find out more by visiting expertownership.com. But without further ado, here we go. I've been really, really feeling it. About to bust a move or a show. Let me get it. If you really So today we're talking about something really fun. We're talking about how to generate a good business idea. And because got, I generated, this is David, I generated all of our original yeah, business ideas. That's not true. Actually, you know what? Our, our greatest business ideas came in one of two places, either listening prayer in the morning. So we need to do a podcast totally on nothing but listening prayer. Okay. Sounds um, good. And then the other is on vacation. Yes. You know, it's you just beautiful. When you're on vacation, it's like you slow things down. You got time to think, and your brain isn't going 100,000 miles an hour. You get outside of your typical environment, which is your house, your office, whatever, and ideas just start coming. But now, what we want to talk about today, because we're talking to expert owners, owners, we're talking to those kingdom minded entrepreneurs, those of you out there who really want to do awesome things for the Lord. So, we want to help you generate good ideas. So whether this be your first business idea where you, you don't really have your idea yet, but you're working for somebody and you're a wantrepreneur and you want to turn into a solopreneur, you need a good idea. So there's that. Or there's the solopreneur who wants to move into an entrepreneur, but you're going to need a little bit better idea than what you've got right now. Or you're an entrepreneur and you need another stream of income for your business and you need another business idea to, to allow that to splinter off. And so what, wherever you are or whoever you are, you can generate really solid ideas because God is the God of ideas. That's right. right. And God loves all people. He doesn't love all ideas, but he's the God of good ideas. And, and we co-create with him. That's the key because that's your identity. You're a co-creator. When God told Adam and Eve to be fruitful and multiply in the garden, they were co-creating the human race. But God also, in the New Testament, you see, in the parable of the talents that the king gave the stewards talents and he said do business with this until i return and when he returned he said what have you gained so god is a god of gain and the first man said 10x the second man said 5x and he said well done good and faithful servant so faithfulness is multiplication yeah so god wants us to multiply in the work that we do so that's actually stuff that god designed in us he wants us to multiply the human race he wants us to multiply the wealth that he put into the ground for the income that we can have for our families, for future inheritance. And then, of course, you guys have already heard our previous podcast about the biblical aspects of wealth, but also for influence. So multiplication is the key, and God made us co-creators to multiply, and that includes in business. Yes, and if that's the case, then we need to make sure that we put ourselves in the position where we can generate really good ideas. All right, so I'm going to talk about seven keys. You ready? Seven keys to a So you're probably idea. driving right now. So sorry about this. You can't write it down. But if you're in a place where you can write these down, I want you to write them down because it's very, very, very helpful. And we used all of these keys to generate good business ideas in every business that we've ever had. Okay. Number one, write down your goal and the questions surrounding it. So what's your goal? What is it that you want to achieve? Now we've we've always talked about, you know, you got your personal goals and then you got your business goal. Your personal goal could be I want to be financially free so that, you know, like for me and David so we can speak and write. 
that's a personal goal. Okay, that's good. But now let's get a business goal together. You know, for us, when we jumped into real estate, it was we want to be the leaders of that small little office in 2003, January 2003 at Craven and Company Realtors. We're like, we there's the sales board out there. And David and I were like, we want to be at the top of that sales board. That's what that's what we want, you know. And but now what questions were surrounding it? For David and I, we're like, okay, we don't like showing houses on nights and weekends. So how are we gonna be able to sell houses without showing them on nights and weekends, right? And and uh, so that's a question surrounding it. And it got us thinking. It really did. And at some point it, it got us looking out into other ways that we could accomplish our goal, which was to sell, you know, a certain number of houses. It got us thinking and, and looking for other ways. And when we did, we discovered that if you sell houses on behalf of banks, well, then you don't have to work nights and weekends. So that, boom, answered our, that, that answered our question there. How are we going to do that? And so we honed in on bringing our real estate services to banks where we would manage and liquidate foreclosed properties. So that, that's number one. Just write down what it is that you want to accomplish and then start thinking of all the questions surrounding it. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, and this is the most important part, get into your flow state. And, and you have to know what it takes to get you there. Okay, when we're talking about the flow state, you know that state where, you're, where ideas are just coming. It's just they're, they're, you're feeling good about it. You're, you're all of a sudden, you've got so many ideas, whereas maybe the week or two or three weeks before, you couldn't come up with an idea at all. But now all of a sudden... The ideas are coming. You're thinking clearly. This is this is the place. This this thing that we call the flow state. And as writers, we know exactly what it feels like. For me, my flow state is always in the morning. It's always before about eleven o'clock. It's typically early before even the birds get up. And I know that if I can get up, I can get alone. I can get in some listening prayer. That and then I can start talking with God about the thing, whatever that thing is ideas start pouring in. The key with the flow state is you cannot be distracted because we live in a distracted, addicted society. So you have to eliminate distractions. And it may take two or three or four weeks of you waking up and not going to your phone immediately. Yeah. Or whatever your routine is taking in some sort of news. We were not meant to take in a 24-hour news cycle. So this is like, what are you taking in that you can eliminate this is the beauty of fasting. So when you fast, you're saying you're turning down the volume of your appetite and you're turning up the volume of heaven. But it's the same way with fasting distractions and fasting notifications. You have to do that for 30, 45, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, three hours, whatever that may be. And so Jason and I, we've now got it pretty much nailed down. We know exactly where and when our flow state is. We know how to eliminate those distractions so we can get pretty good ideas. And generally speaking, if I say, let me sleep on it, you know, then, yeah. then I know I've got a flow state coming because I'm not going to be distracted and I'm going to hold to that discipline. That's really key. So you're going to write down your goal and, and the questions surrounding it. That's number one. Number two is to get into your flow state. Number three, make it your routine to get there. <laughs> you can't just every now and then do whatever it takes to get into your flow state. And, and, and you have to make it a routine to get there because you don't always get great ideas in your flow state. You don't. You just won't. Sometimes it just doesn't happen. So for us, when we're at a point where we need ideas, and, and basically what we've built into our day regardless 
is that getting up early and spending time alone with God in listening prayer. And that is what puts us in our flow state. And that is a routine. There's, there's not a morning that goes by. I mean, obviously, you know, there are some mornings where maybe you slept too late or whatever, but there's not a morning that goes by to the best of our ability where we're not spending time with the Lord and listening prayer, getting into that state of mind. And, and the idea isn't always just a, a business idea. Sometimes it's like, I need a breakthrough with my daughter. I'm having a hard time getting through to her. God, I need you to help me. God wants to give you ideas, but you're going to have to slow down. So l- l- let me ask you this question. What does your refrigerator fan motor sound like? And most of you are like, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, it's, it's whatever. No, but your specific refrigerator fan motor. If you want to hear that fan motor, then you've got to send the party revelers home and you've got to tell everybody to get quiet or get up and get, get, in that, get in that kitchen early when there's nobody there and put your head down there and you'll hear the fan motor kick on and it'll gently buzz. Like God speaks to us like that. He wants to give you ideas like that, which means that you are going to have to get alone. You have to get into that flow state and you're going to have to make it a routine to be there consistently. Now, the devil doesn't want you in your flow state, so you have to also not in, not in, not just include or do a certain routine, but you also have to find out who is distracting you, like what particular person or what particular thing distracts you the most, yeah. and you have to eliminate that. Jason and I, we were speaking at an event, and there were 3,000 entrepreneurs and business owners there, and just before they came on... A particular guy came up and began to speak with me and Jason, and he began. The more he talked, the more I realized, okay, if 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 I continue this conversation with him, I'm going to completely lose my flow, because theologically we were not in alignment on certain things, and I can feel myself going toward like in the engaging. I'm going to engage this guy, and then I realized the Holy Spirit just pricked me and says, "This is not a time to engage. You need to stay in your flow state because yeah. you're about to take stage. You're about to speak on something I gave you to speak." Now, don't engage. And so I just didn't. I just yeah. totally didn't engage. I knew this is going to pull me out of my, this is going to pull me off of the task at hand. It's the same way. So there are certain people that you know and certain things that you know, well, that's just a distraction right now. And and if I'm going to engage here, I'm going to completely lose my flow. Yes. So you want to get into your flow state, make it a routine to get there. Number four, this is extremely important. Write down whatever comes to mind. Nothing is off limits. Okay, just write it down. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. And as a writer, I know what this feels like, that when I'm writing, sometimes if I'm, if I'm editing while I'm writing, like, oh, no, that's a stupid sentence, or oh, that doesn't make sense, well, then I'm never going to write. When you write a chapter, you have to just let it all out there. Even if you want to write a 3,000-word chapter, and if it ends up being 6,000 words, that's fine. You can go back and cut. Don't worry about it. You just write down whatever comes to mind. And here's what I found is so helpful. Don't look at this as it's just an assignment from God, right? Look at it as if the Holy Spirit is sitting right there with you, working on it with you. So when you're starting to write in the morning early, you can easily think, oh, well, I should be praying. No, 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 you are praying. When you're writing down what you feel as though is coming to you, that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. It's like, oh, I could do this, or you know, oh, we could do this, whatever it may be. You know, for David and I, when when we had built our businesses to a certain point, there was one morning where I was up early and and I remember the Lord just really just giving me this idea on what if we did a business course? What if I wrote a book on what we did and then we did this course and then we could open up a community? 
this was years ago. And, and of course, I'm writing it down and I'm saying, well, what would that look like? You know, we could do this and we could do this thing or whatever. And, uh, and so you're writing those things down. And, you're, and during that time, it is you and God, you and the Holy Spirit, you're working on it together. So you are, it's like you're having your devotions. It's just a very, it's a very pretty thing that God wants to do at that moment. So you're writing down whatever comes to mind. Then number five, what you want to do, and this is typically, you know, wait till the next morning after you've written down all these great ideas, let's say you've written down like four of them that can, that can be a, a new business idea for you. And you, you, you've written them down the next morning, come back to it, look at that list and prioritize them. This is number five, prioritize them with the best ones first. Which one gets you most excited? Yeah, you got to pay very close attention to your energy levels. What, what really, really excites you? What do you think you were born to do? Everybody has a superpower in a, at a certain level in the marketplace because we, God created us all to be producers. He created us to be co-creators with him. So every human being alive has a superpower that is God-given that they are just encoded to do. Yeah. That's where, and, and you pay attention with your energy levels and, and also the personality and the way God built you and you gotta, you'll start analyzing, well, what are my weaknesses and strengths based on what I need to do to deliver this particular idea or this particular goal? Yes. And, and so when you're prioritizing those, it's really going to hone in your focus because then what you want to do is when you, when you find like that top one, that top one, you can put the other, let's say if it was four, t- take that top one, you're going to move it into another level, but you're going to take those other three. You're going to put them in a, in a different place on a different piece of paper or a different note or whatever. And you're going to say future ideas on that one. But then that one, you're going to put it down. And here's what you want to do. You want to, you want to filter it. Okay. You want to put it through a filter to see how, how, if it, if it passes the, the quality control. Okay. This is number six. You're going to want to filter that idea. And what are you filtering it through? You're looking at three things, time, money, and resources. How much time is it going to take me to focus on this and make it happen? You may not have the time. You just may. That one idea that gets you the most excited may be the one idea out of those four that you wrote down that takes more time than those other ones. So you might then have to go back to the drawing board and say, well, I'm going to put number two to number one because I can do it. It doesn't make me quite as excited, but I know that I can do it because it takes me a lot less time. So you're looking at time. Second, you're looking at money. How much is it going to cost? You may or may not have the money, or you may or may not have an investor. You, you, so the money is a is a really big issue, obviously, as you know. And then number three is resources. What's it going to take in terms of people and equipment? Like, do you have to invest in a new system in order to make this idea happen, or not? And and if you do have to invest in a new system or or a new employee or whatever, can you afford that? So time, money, and resources, that's, that's the filter that you have for step six. So let me just, let me break down time real quick. This is David speaking. And, and for time, you want to run at the pace of your people. So it may take a lot of time, but you're not married yet, or you're married and you're an empty nester and you've got the time. Sometimes you've got this great idea, but you've got young kids and your wife is like, if it's anything like my wife, Lori, we had an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a two-year-old. And she had postpartum depression for a long time. It was so hard. And she wanted to homeschool. I mean, it was it was a nightmare. So I had no time at that point to launch any new businesses. And so you just you gotta really pay close attention to run at the pace of your people. That's really what you want to look at. It's not just, okay, well, I've got the time. Well, no, look at your wife or your spouse, your husband, if you're a if you're a woman listening to this, 
where are your kids? What are the commitments that you have with your church? You might have to minimize some of those commitments to maximize the, the mission field of the marketplace, which is great. So that's for, that's for time. The second one is when you're looking at your money. What you want to establish is a minimum viable product. You're, you're not, or a minimum viable offering, MVO or an MVP. You don't, you're not sitting there saying, okay, well, I need to raise, you know, do a capital raise of 100000 or whatever. That's generally, not, that's not the kind of businesses Jason and I are talking about helping you guys go into. We're talking about what can, what's the minimum viable offering or the minimum viable product that you can put out there to beta test it. Because business is in four phases, concept, launch, prove, and scale. It comes with the concept, and that's really what we're focusing in on today. How do you develop these concepts? What are, what are some key steps on coming up with a good business idea? So then you, you hit this concept, but then it's launch. Just launch a minimum offering, a minimum product, and just see. Even if it's 80% done, 80% done is better than 100% undone, right? And so that's how you want to do it. And then you want to see, is there going to be some money flow here? How does the money flow? And then what you do is you just in your mind or on your, you know, with your calculator, you can scale it up. If I did this times 10 or times 100, how much time did it take me and how much money would I make and how much do you see? It's just very simple. So don't just go running yourself into debt if you don't have to. And then in terms of what are your resources, one of the most important resources that Jason and I found, number one, your family, but also your friends. And you want to run these business ideas through some friends. It says in scripture, wisdom is there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. So you really want to be able to say to some of your family members that you trust, not all family members, you know, really have your best interest. Unfortunately, we live in a fallen world. Same thing with friends that you can really trust that are going to say, I could totally see you do that. Or, you know what? I'm not sure that really fits your personality. And you got to tell them, hey, I got a business idea. I want to run this by you real quick. And I, I'm going to ask you, please be so brutally honest with me that you think it might hurt my feelings. Because remember, leaders want feedback, followers want approval. So you don't just want approval, you want feedback. So I just wanted to break those three downs before we go to the final step. Yeah, so let me let me give you the six, and then I'm going to give you the seventh. Okay, here's the, here's the, the, the top six. Okay, number one, write down your goal and the questions surrounding it. Number two, get into your flow state. Number three, make it a routine to get there. All right? And once you're there, move to step four, which is write down whatever comes to mind. Nothing is off limits. Number five. Then you want to prioritize those with the best ones first. How do you know which one's the best? Which one gives get, gives you the most energy, gets you the most excited? Number six is where the, you then filter it. You filter it through that three-part grid of time, money, and resources. And then finally, number seven, once you've come to the good idea and you've got it and you know you need to activate on it, name it. Number seven is name it. What this does is it signifies authority. Identity, that's right. So I named all my kids. I, I named them. And because I have authority over them. When you name that idea that you've got, it creates energy and gives you excitement. It really does. I'll give you an example. Tesla, when COVID hit, they pivoted real quick. And I guarantee you, a bunch of them got together and like, okay, what could we do? What could we do? You know, because obviously there's a business use here for our skills. What can we do? They started making ventilators. Now, to, to, you know, Shame on me that I don't know what they named it, but I do know that it's Tesla ventilators. So maybe they called it TV or something like that, but they end up having these Tesla ventilators and, and it, it helped people and they made money off of it. Now they donated a lot of them. And, and, and you look back at another company, Hanes, that makes like underwear and all that kind of stuff. They started making masks during COVID 
but they had to go through all of this same process. But when you get to the naming it, it, it just gives you a certain type of authority. Like for us, when we decided that we would open up expert ownership to not just be coaching, not to just be courses, but to, for us to have a community where people could come in and actually be a part of a membership, part of a private community. And we called it owner suite. We called it owner suite before owner suite was a thing before we actually activated on it. And it, and it kind of sounded cool. We're like owner suite. That sounds really cool. And so that gives you energy. It creates excitement. And then you start telling your employees, Hey, owner suite, we're about to launch owner suite. You want to be a part of owner suite. So you see how this works. So, there, there are, these are the seven steps that will help you generate a good business. And then you can become the expert ownership, <laughs> expert ownership. You can become the expert owner, the kingdom minded entrepreneur that God's made you to be. If you want more of this, join us in Vail, Colorado, mid October. It's going to be an amazing time. Yeah. Tickets are selling fast. We've only got uh, openings for, I think 30, right? I don't know. I, I thought know. it was like 25, but okay. But go to expertownership.com. There'll be a pop-up that will talk to you about the event. But thank you so much for spending time with us. David and I wanted to do a quick little one-two on this, on how to generate a good business idea. And then for one of these podcasts coming up quick, we need to get old Eric Beck back on. Yes. Everybody loves yeah, him. We gotta get Eric I think back. they like him better than they like us. Okay, so own it or loan it, what do you got? Well, I thought you were going to ask me. Okay, so own it or loan it, Evernote. We'll explain what Evernote is in case those right, every, who don't If know. you're a business okay. owner, you got to know what Evernote is. I'm 100%. This is Jason. I'm 100% own that sucker. I live on Evernote. All of my notes, all everything that I do, I transfer into Evernote because the the way that you can filter it, the way that you can search and the way that you can organize your thoughts. Can you just search a word? Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Like business idea. Yeah. And then right. every note you've ever taken, everything. Okay. I don't right there. even though I don't use it, but see the cool thing is you use it and you're my assistant, so I I can search anything that I need <laughs> because whatever you say is I generally been saying. Everybody knows that if it's going to be good, it's going to come out of my mouth if we're together. I don't know about that. All right. Hey, subscribe, rate and review, send us a like, give us a comment, give us a review. That would be fantastic. And uh, what else do we need? Oh yeah, always choose impact over income. But if you can have both, that's even better. Just God do will give it. us the both. Just do it. That's right. All God right. bless you. See you next week. I've been